Hello, and welcome to Allegedly Astrology. Each week, we break down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history. Thank you guys for listening, and if you want to support us even more, you can subscribe to our Patreon. For $5 a month, you get two extra episodes and other fun stuff, too. You could also leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and DM us a screenshot of it, we'll make you a custom meme of your big three and send you a quick write-up. It's a lovely bonus. It's great. I'm really good at it. We also have <laughs> um, really cool Allegedly Astrology merch for every sign over on Public. so go there and check it out. And you know where you could find us. We're on social media. We're Allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit, Hey Hero, and TikTok, and Allegedly Astro on Twitter. We are on social media. We're on social media. Um, we also have our own website, and you can visit it at allegedlyastrology.com to learn more about us and the show and book a reading with me, Dana, and to check out some charts and transcripts for select episodes. So... It's time to get into today's topic, and it's a juicy one. Dana, what are we covering? Today we're talking about Alex Jones, noted normal person, and this was requested by Alicia. Thank you for writing in, Alicia. Alicia, you might regret this, but if you don't know, Alex Jones is a far-right conspiracy theorist, host of the syndicated radio show The Alex Jones Show, and the creator of the website InfoWars. Lately, he's been in the news for being sued by the parents of students killed in the Sandy Hook school shooting. So let's learn about this dude and his astrology. Um, I've been going on InfoWars like a lot, but it's honestly just on my on my work computer. But I just go because I like to see the weird articles like everyone is always a pedophile or it's like something related to the occult. Like everyone's in the occult. You're going to be on so many lists. I know. Well, I mean, we, we probably already are. But whenever I imagine InfoWars, it, uh, it's sort of like a conglomeration of like all those weird links that are at the end of any sort of page, you know, where it's like this person's toe turned into their gut. And you're like, what? Yeah, that's honestly what it's like. So Alex Jones was born to a dad that was a dentist and a mom that was a homemaker. When he was a teenager, he read a book about conspiracies. And that honestly just really set him down to his current path. Um, then the Waco siege and Oklahoma. Oklahoma City bombings happened and those events honestly really impacted his thoughts and he really changed his mind about the U.S. government and like what their agenda was. So let's look at his birth chart because I'm excited. Okay, Alex Jones was born on February 11th, 1974 in Dallas, Texas. And we do not have a birth time for him, so we don't know his rising. God damn it. Um, But he has an Aquarius sun and either a Libra or Scorpio moon. And so Aquarius suns are stereotypical. Like, the stereotype is the conspiracy theorist. So this is real nail-on-the-head shit. Um, The sun is in detriment in Aquarius, and planets in detriment tend to be rebellious. And, I I mean, he's a rebellious media person. Um, The sun is who you are. Aquarius is the crowd. So, again, that's sort of, like, why it's in detriment. Like, it's... You can't really find yourself among a crowd, right? But these are rebels. Um, This placement tends to to stand out by being weird and often, like, ahead of the curve or, like, concerned with the future. Um, Aquarius is also, uh, like, often relates to, like, conservative signs um, or conservative, like, politics in a non-ideological way because it wants to conserve for the future, but then in a literal way because it's conservative, right? The sun here also just wants to be different. So if he's a Libra moon, then he'll be oriented towards justice, which I, I, he is oriented towards justice, like whether or not he's right, right? Like he, this is just what he thinks he's doing, right? 
Um, he says crazy shit, but most of it uh, is accusatory, which relates to bringing, you know, he's like wants to bring people to justice. And his natal Venus is retrograde in Capricorn, which would rule this moon if his moon is in Libra. And retrograde planets can like really complica- complicate and like eternalize a science agenda. So this would sort of mean that he's like on a mission for justice that he's singularly like oriented towards. The moon entered Scorpio at about 8 p.m., um, 7.57 p.m. exactly, the night he was born. And if the, his moon's in Scorpio, then like this would be him really getting into the bottom of things. But Mars is the ruling planet of Scorpio, and his natal Mars is in Taurus. And this placement does not just come at people willy-nilly. Um, it like really picks its battles, and he just says a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, and I don't think, I think it's like just way less likely, maybe uh, equally likely to be concerned with secrets, but less likely to like try and reveal them. Um, so my money's on his moon being in Libra, which is an air sign associated with gossip, which I like is <laughs> kind of what he does. Um, Alex Jones was also born four days before Mercury stationed retrograde in Pisces. So Mercury is in its fall in Pisces and planets in their fall tend to lend themselves to like abject experiences, which he's in one right now. Yeah. <laughs> Mercury in Pisces has like an extremely gifted imagination, right? All any placement has gifts and hi- Mercury in Pisces is an artist. It's gifts. So in some instances, like this could be someone also, though, who believes their own lies because Mercury is sort of like making connections and Pisces really can jumble that up into like fiction and stationary planets in someone's chart tend to just be loud. So this Mercury is like very loud, like and he literally if you've ever heard him talk, he's loud. Pisces is also the sign of an artist. And in many ways, he's a showman or a performance artist. Like, I think that's right. Like if he's contextualized in media in some way, like mostly what he's done is entertain people. Yeah, no, I think. I know this is a solar chart, but honestly, I feel like this works super well. Like it is very literal. Like one, obviously he is that Aquarius son, like stereotypical conspiracy theorist. But then again, he has that like Neptune retrograde in Sag in the 11th house. It's honestly like, let's like pull back the curtain of what you thought. Like, you know what I mean? Like the masses, like take off your red pills or whatever it's called. Like, (laughs) like it is, it just works so perfectly. Like even I think like just with Uranus in the ninth too, like in ideas and this in Libra, which is like partnership and justice and diplomacy. It's like, blowing all of that up like everything you knew is wrong like everyone's like everything's a false flag like (laughs) and then uh, also too like he has like that what is it like uh square like uh neptune square mercury too which i feel like he's talking but like the way he talks is just like literally what the fuck are you saying (laughs) like it's very just like it's maniacal yeah like there's badgers in the water supply you're like what (laughs) i feel like he's probably said that i do like that chart it's very interesting but so alex how did he start his career probably wondering i wondered the same thing alex started his career in media working on a public access cable tv show and then he switched to hosting a radio show and then he really just started to get into his conspiracy theories about the new world order did he like create like what what is the new world order basically i mean i i don't either but here's what i can surmise from guessing and probably being right it's people who believe that there is a global elite that is like is involved in like occult rituals and sort of like has this plan for all the other people in the world. I think that those are the people who um really believe that there is a a, 
a great reset or something like for the whole like and it's like planned for the whole world so it's basically i think another term for illuminati and also maybe a really good band from the 80s according to wikipedia it is a conspiracy theory which hypothesizes a secret emerging totalitarian world government bingo they're all working together they all control everything so like COVID, I assume you would asso- associate with the New World Order, that they unleashed it to um, cut down on the human population. Uh, so stuff like that. But um, surprise, surprise, he gets fired because his boss is on the shore like, please talk about anything else besides the New World Order. And he's like, no, sorry, I can't. So they're like, OK, we can't make money off your show because advertisers don't want to spend money on advertising on it. So. You gotta go. So after he's fired, he's like, honestly, the joke is on you because I'm going to make my own radio show. So he and his then wife, Kelly, founded the website that we all know today known as InfoWars. And they start broadcasting all over the Internet and in radio syndication, which I don't know how you could just do that. Like to be like you. My show is syndicated. It's going to play everywhere. Um, But in the beginning, they started selling mail order conspiracy theory videos and it really took mail off. Order? So, oh my yeah. God. So, what was going on when InfoWars was created? So, it launched on March 6, 1999, and um, this debut was less than one month after a solar eclipse at 27 degrees Aquarius on February 16th. Oh my God. Um, this is major for Alex Jones, who has an Aquarius sun uh, and Aquarius Jupiter. And the eclipse came five days after his 25th birthday, which means that his solar return coincided with eclipse season. And whenever someone's solar return uh, coincides with like an eclipse season, that year is going to be life changing for them, like pretty much guaranteed. Age 25 is also a second house year and the second house relates to income, salary and material resources. So it makes sense that this was the year that he got his own show and like they started to like make money off of these videos. Um, and the show debuted three days after Mercury stationed retrograde in Aries. And this is a super interesting thing that I don't think I've ever talked about on the podcast before, but this reflects his natal uh, Mercury cycle. If you remember that he was born four days before Mercury stationed uh, retrograde. So planetary phases are like pretty useful for timing um, turning points in people's lives. And this one is significant, obviously. Um, this is also seven days before Pluto stationed retrograde in Sagittarius and Pluto in Sagittarius was real, like more, more, more and extra, like it's the era of the supersize. Right. So that's like who he, his like personality or like when you hear him talk, you're just like, whoa, that voice. And Pluto is like the planet of power and transformation. And in Sagittarius, it's like really obsessed with like truth and like truth to power. Right. So it's sort of like wants to like talk about the truth about power. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that the transiting south node was crossing his son when the show debuted. And so something interesting about this whole episode astrology, big preview, is that the south node shows up a lot. But also, Mm. okay, so the south node is an eclipse point and that pushes us to like where we're going. Like the north node pulls, the south node pushes um, if we're talking about what's happening. And so the sun's also like about individual and life goals and his is sort of like debilitated. So it's just sort of like interesting right it's like crossing his son where he's finally becoming a star so it's like an aquarius getting to be the star obviously that pluto retrograde in sag to me is like again like so literal like let us get to the truth let us like consider what the truth is and like uncover like corruption and all that shit and then obviously the second house here like he makes bank off this site so is infowars a scorpio moon yes it had to be they wouldn't have launched at like midnight so yeah fascinating because he's probably also a scorpio moon if i had to guess i think he's a libra moon you think no i think if he's a scorpio moon moon, he'd be quiet because scorpio moons i think because if his moon is in scorpio then it's ruled by his mars and taurus and that's like 
wants it's like keeping secrets in libra libra he has libra would complete his air trine since he has saturn in gemini which rules his sun in aquarius and so then i think and like air sign is like air signs are gossips like it's what mm. talking right it's sort of like yeah that's true talking maybe before you think like and all air signs like i feel like aquarius is like the liar that knows it's lying but like gemini lies for <laughs> sport and Libra lies to like cover its ass like this is just sort of like it's all artistic though I mean mm, that makes sense you know, I don't know but also it's just gossip it's sort of like talking talking for sport I would say is more of a way to generalize it which applies to people who like aren't just out there <laughs> spreading crazy lies or rumors or you know like are like lucid human beings and stuff <laughs> but um Infowars really takes off and his audience grows basically because Alex was doubtful of huge news events. He would claim that officials in the media were hiding the truth or that tragic events were being engineered for nefarious purposes. Um he just was talking whatever whatever came to his head. Yeah, a few examples, you know, the Boston Marathon bombing he said was staged by the FBI. The shooting of Arizona Congresswoman Gabby Giffords was a government mind control operation. And the September 11th attack conspiracies were what really start making him famous. So his coverage of the attacks and the aftermath, that got him a ton of new listeners. Um, and he became known as a truther, which I just vomited in my mouth saying the word truther. So what was going on for Alex Jones around that time? So he got famous during his first Saturn return in Gemini, which makes a lot oh of God. sense to me. Oh my Saturn's God. a major planet for everyone and especially for AJ uh, because his natal sun and Jupiter are in Aquarius, which is ruled by Saturn. Sun being who you are, Jupiter being like the planet of goodwill and like um, expansion, integration. It's integrating him into sort of um, the, what's it called? Zeitgeist, which Aquarius is usually like pretty much tapped into. This is like coming out of my cage energy, right? Like coming out of my cage. You know, that's I'll be doing just fine. <laughs> right. But yeah, coming out of my cage, like this is just iconic class. Like it's sort of like putting people in the spotlight for sort of like saying things that go against the grain, right? Um, and then also, since it's crossing his son, and like this again relates to celebrity, it's more of that push for fame. It's at the same degree where the South Node was when the show debuted. So it's also related. It's also like tied to the Infowars original uh, inception chart. Not everyone gets famous during their Saturn return. Also, just being in Gemini again, perfect. Just yeah, the just nonstop talking. <laughs> talking is an art for Gemini's. Just you can just say stuff. You don't know what's true until you say it out loud. That's how you you have a Gemini placement. <laughs> But besides the fame, Alex has been making a ton of money off of his conspiracy theories. Infowars earns money from selling products during the show, including dietary supplements. So someone commented that the site has been called as much an online store that uses Mr. Jones's commentary to move merchandise. So, uh, you know, I just feel like, God, I can't believe people would just be like, oh, wow. Obama's birth certificate isn't real and I need these dietary supplements. I agree, but also people do that for like wedding tea that makes them shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, again, I feel like that's it. His Mercury in Pisces, again, I know it's a solar chart, but it's his second house. Like he's making money off the crazy shit he is saying and people are buying it. Like he will say like the, like I think the reason why, not that I've listened to him, but 
it seems like the reason why he's so good at selling is because he will tell you a story of like, example, the apocalypse is coming. Here's all the reasons why the new world order is coming for us. But then he'll be like, by the way, buy this tactical bath that you could like, like take off like whatever nuclear debris gets on you in case it does come. And everyone's like, yes, here's my credit card. Or actually, like they probably pay in like Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dogecoin. <laughs> it was working. It said that InfoWars' parent company made $64 million in the sales of supplements, survivalist gear, and other products in one year. And the combined net worth of Alex and InfoWars is between an estimated $135 million and $270 million. Interesting. Which is crazy. So, lies sell. Now it's time for an ad break. So, something that might have been helpful to Alex Jones while he was getting his own business together is Canva Pro. Canva Pro is the design software that makes design simple, convenient, and reliable. In a visual world, Canva Pro makes it easy for anyone to achieve their goals and create professional designs with premium content and features like brand kit, background remover, content planner, and more. We use Canva Pro to make all of our social content. We're obsessed with it. Episode cover art, tons of other stuff. It's super simple to design, looks professional, unless we want it to look insane, which sometimes we do. And it saves you time. So use the link in our show notes to start your free Canva Pro trial today. So, in the decades since his rise to fame in 2001, Alex has really been out there, hitting the pavement, pushing fake news and conspiracies. He said Barack Obama wasn't an American, and he also spread the Pizzagate theory. I honestly forgot about the Pizzagate theory, but if you forgot or don't know or don't remember, this was when he falsely accused Hillary Clinton and the Democrats of running a child sex trafficking ring out of a pizza shop in Washington, D.C. Which that was a classic, but the true conspiracy theory he's recently become the most infamous for involves Sandy Hook. Yes, and this one is not funny. Sandy Hook was the fourth deadliest mass shooting in American history, and Sandy Hook was an elementary school where one day a 20-year-old went there and shot and killed 26 people, and 20 of the victims killed were between 6 and 7 years old. So it was like a massacre of children. A few hours after the mass shooting happened, Alex like got on his bullshit. He started telling his listeners, like, yo, this tragedy was a hoax. He said that the U.S. government created this false flag. And a false flag, if you don't know, is when you basically do something Like, I would do something, and then I would pin what I did on Dana so she would take the blame. Like, if I just, like, threw my microphone, I would have done it, but I'd be like, yo, fucking Dana did that. And then everyone's like, why did Dana throw your microphone? So that's what he assumed was happening. And he said the reason why this was a false flag was so they could all take away um, everyone's guns. He would go on to say that the shooting was staged and that the grieving parents were nothing more than crisis actors and no one had actually died, which is horrible horrific like i think this is where crisis actor started was yeah i feel like this is the sort of like one of the first times we heard of this concept anyway this very dangerous conspiracy would be perpetuated for years so there's clearly a lot going on between alex jones and the sandy hook massacre so what's their bi wheel like so this is pretty wild um the massacre occurred on december 14 2012 in newton connect Connecticut. And so Mercury was in Sagittarius conjunct his natal Neptune and Neptune in Pisces was conjunct his natal Mercury. So once again, we have this dual activation and this is pretty wild. So 
Um, Pisces, again, is his second house from his son, which is about finance. And uh, Sagittarius is the 11th house from his son, which is all about that audience. So Sarah and I kind of touched on that earlier in this episode. And whenever we have dual activation, um, it's just sort of like something is going to happen, even with these outer planets like Neptune. Mercury is debilitated in both Sagittarius and Pisces. And both those signs are ruled by Jupiter, which is like this big sort of planet that expands stuff. It like it's almost like putting a marshmallow in a microwave. Um, and then Neptune is also like it's just this intoxication. Like um, from my understanding, he was addicted to Adderall and an alcoholic. So it, I like it could have just been like a mania. I mean, there's no excuse, but like there has to be context. Um, and so I feel like this is just like a bloated inebriation. Like, I don't think this is a sane person really talking. It's just fully breaking with reality and Neptune. And again, these are also well-meaning signs or signs that think that they're doing the right thing, which I don't say to excuse someone, but I do think that a lot of people, um, a lot of our most you could, like dangerous people in society aren't people who are doing shit on purpose, but it's people who believe their own lies. I do think like just being on a ton of Adderall while you're like blacked out is never going to end well. <laughs> so the parents of the Sandy Hook victims were obviously not happy with Alex spouting off conspiracy theories. In fact, they said his lies had only added to their devastation because his followers continued to harass and threaten them for nearly a decade since the shooting. Which is so sad. It's like they literally, their children were murdered. And then pathetic. they're getting harassed, like horrible. And more than a dozen parents said that they were harassed and received death threats. And one of the mothers said in an interview she's had to move 10 times since the shooting because every time she moved, conspiracy theorists would publish her address so that people could harass her some more. So fucked up. So it should come as no surprise that families of 10 of the Sandy Hook victims eventually come forth. They sue Alex across like four separate lawsuits for defamation. And the cases never went to jury, though, because Alex refused to turn over any documents and he held out for like years and years. So eventually he was found liable by default because he wouldn't participate in the legal process of discovery. So the families won all four of the lawsuits by default. Wow. So 2018 was a big year for Alex Jones. He was really peaking off of Trump's presidency and getting tons of mainstream attention. In fact, his InfoWars YouTube channel had over 2 million subscribers. And around this time, social media companies like YouTube and Facebook started receiving pressure to crack down on hate speech misinformation, which is like, that's all InfoWars is. So he was really thriving when it came to those two categories. Plus, some of his conspiracy theories were seen as racist and anti-Semitic. So, you know, not a good look. So eventually YouTube, Facebook, Apple and Spotify kicked him off their platforms. So the company said that they blocked InfoWars because it promoted and advocated hatred and violence. Yeah, at one time he threatened to kill Robert Mueller on his show, who at the time was overseeing a special counsel investigating whether there was Russian interference in the 2016 election. Um, so what was going on for Alex when he was deplatformed? Okay, so this was August 6, 2018. And on that day, Mars was retrograde in Aquarius, conjunct the south node, opposite Mercury retrograde in Leo, conjunct the sun and the north node. And this occurred during eclipse season in the sign of the sun, in the sign of his sun. Um, so this is just truly fitting, right? Like... His career started during eclipse season and his son, and it it didn't. I mean, his career didn't end. Honestly, yeah. I didn't know who he was until 2020. Um, yeah. And everything I've seen from him is just like clips. But 
uh, okay, so eclipses again are these like major like points in our lives where they just change uh, the trajectory and sort of um, if you're a celebrity, like the exposure. Um, and so he's an Aquarius. So eclipses in Leo and Aquarius, that axis will like change shit for him. On Mars, retrogrades are often about taking away power. And in Aquarius, it's I think it's trying to level the playing field. Like, so honestly, if you asked me a year ago, I would have been like, this is wrong. And now I truly don't give a fuck. And I attribute that to eclipses changing. But yeah, um, <laughs> just because it's like sort of like, all right, like taking away his platform, right? That's a deplatforming uh, Mars in Aquarius or Mars retrograde in Aquarius. It makes sense. Like deplatforming is a very good word for that. It's maybe trying to appease the collective, but not not even necessarily that. It's mostly like removing power from people to sort of make a level playing field. Mercury retrogrades are about breaks in communication. And in Leo, it's about singling out individuals. But I think with the North Node there in Leo, it might have made him more famous. And also because like, again, like I said, I did not know who he was. I don't I mean, maybe I heard his name in 2018, but I'm sure I did. Yeah, I don't think I knew who he was till 2020 either. This also sort of was a major turning point for the Internet, which relates to Aquarius. And so that's interesting to me because, again, it made him more famous. So although he ended up, I think, losing a ton of money, I'm guessing, from uh, the trial, like, it just seems like this makes him, this really puts him into the spotlight. Yeah, but it's like, does he get more famous or does he become infamous with misinformation, lies? But it's like, you know, this is, at least it's taking away the ability for him to monetize this fame. But also interesting that Mars and Aquarius and retrograde is like splitting the collective, right? So this was a a time when the world or the country was dividing and this was a probably like a really divisive turning point. The Mars retrograde like uh, in the sign of his son is like, yeah, let's like fucking review this shit that he's doing and then uh, cut him loose, (laughs) basically. Um, But then also like Mercury and Leo, like just individual speech we're going to be talking about right now. And obviously his speech was not the one. So in that same year that he got deplatformed, two of Alex's former employees accused him of anti-Semitism anti-black racism and sexual harassment and he of course denied the allegations so despite all the deplatforming and the lawsuits infowars was still trucking along making a ton of money um 2018 was a pretty insane year for him so dana what's going on in his chart for that year so he was in a ninth house year and the ninth house relates to sort of idols and publishing um so again it's not surprising that he was like uh, the ability to like publish on mainstream websites was taken away from him during a ninth house year. Um, and then again, he was deplatformed on August 6, 2018, 10 days after a total lunar eclipse in Aquarius conjunct Mars retrograde and the South node. Oh my God. So it's just really interesting that both like the rise and the fall um, of his like uh, career with Infowars um, happened within days of eclipses in Aquarius And then that South Node is about, like, outcasting, being outcast in society. And I think ultimately, like, to a certain group of people, that being outcasted was, like, looked at, like, oh, you're almost, like, too forward-thinking, you know? Like, you're outcasted because you're, like, you think in, like, such a different way than everybody else, like, wants you to think. Because he thinks that, like, all the media, like just like blinds everyone. So he's like telling you the truth. So as we said before, Alex was found liable in lawsuits filed by the Sandy Hook shooting victim. So he's already liable. 
but they began a trial to determine how much he has to pay the families. So the trial has been kind of a shit show. It's been going on for a long time, and there's been a ton of courtroom drama because Alex's lawyer somehow accidentally sent two years' worth of text messages to the family's (laughs) lawyers, which I still want to know how that happened. I know. This is a big deal, not just because it's just pure idiocy but it showed that alex was going out of his way to not give the court documents like texts and emails that they were asking for and it proved that he had lied under oath about his financial situation so what was going on during this very huge fuck up okay so the messages were accidentally sent on july 22nd 2022 and it was revealed in court on august 3rd 2022 So, on July 22nd, 2022, the moon was in Taurus with Mars, Uranus, and the North Node. So, this is, this was like a major time that a lot of astrologers, like myself and all of us, were looking forward to because this was on August 1st, Uranus, the North Node, and Mars all met up at 18 degrees Taurus. Wherever the moon is, is sort of like a focal point in a chart. And so, the moon having been co-present with these planets that are about to make this major conjunction in just a few days, sort of pre, uh, not precognition, but like pre- energizes that sort of like energy so mars in taurus being like really pushing through which also if we remember that he has his mars in taurus it's like right before his mars return exacts um but uh and then uranus in taurus which is all about like earthquakes earth shattering like shaking up the security also kind of cutting through where people felt secure and then the north node which is like sort of pulling things out so Again, if we think of the South Node as pushing, like this is like like if you're revealing text, like it's sort of like a pulling thing. It's like pulling information, right? Pulling teeth. So also the sun was in Cancer opposite Pluto and Capricorn and Pluto oppositions are all about um, secrets. This is really about revealing and like shining a light on the truth. The sun was at 29 degrees and Pluto's at 27 degrees. So the sun in Cancer is like trying to get the truth out before um, before anything else can happen, because honestly, what like you find out the truth in people's text messages right you can't you can hear what they say or like whatever fabricated um court documents like that lawyers talk about or make up that's like 700 pages but like if you get 700 pages of text messages you're going to find out the truth way more easily and then on august 3rd 2022 at this point mars had passed through the north node and uranus so that whole like everything was cut through it's sort of like putting everything on the table um and then this was again during his mars return and so it's like this makes me wonder if he has um, a day chart because Mars would be then his most difficult planet. Interesting. That Mars cutting through, cut through the bullshit, release the text. Release, release the, text. the texts. The only thing that's more embarrassing than your lawyer sending the prosecution every text message you've ever written in the past two years is looking at those texts on a phone that doesn't have a Caseify case. Customize your phone case with Instagram and Facebook photos or shop from thousands of designs from designer collections. Caseify is loved by celebrities like Hilary Duff, Snoop Dogg, Lionel Messi, a very wide variety of celebs. Shoot it, place it, case it. Get 10% off your first order when you sign up for Caseify. Emails and text messages at the link in our show notes. So the jury in that case awarded $4 million in compensatory damages and $45.2 million in punitive damages to one family. There are nine other families. 
that uh, they have to get paid. Gotta start selling those diet pills. <laughs> I know. Bring out the tactical baths. We gotta get that shit going. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bankrupt his ass. But speaking of, um, other trials are on hold because Alex put his company into Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which stops all pending, pending litigation in his tracks, which is bullshit. Alex had been super pissed about the trial and said that he should be protected by his free speech rights. He also said it was a show trial and that it was a constitution-destroying travesty. Your whole life's kind of a show trial, Alex. You can't Exactly. Just- Literally. However, it's worth noting, once again, that he was found liable because he refused to comply for two years and didn't produce any of the documents that the court asked for. So what was going on when the first damage was awarded? So this was August 4th, uh, 2022. And then at this point, the moon had entered Scorpio and it's with the South Node. So this is sort of like really bringing the trajectory towards taking someone down. And especially in Scorpio, where it's sort of like all about revealing secrets and all about the darkness. And so in this way, it's sort of being like, you, it's just taking him down. I don't know. It's about all about death and death of... Um, What's it called? Your finances? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, especially opposite Taurus, which is so much to do with finance and savings. That makes actually a lot of sense. Um, and yeah, again, it's opposite that Uranus, uh, Mars, Uranus, and North Node. So where where the text messages were released when the moon was in Taurus, by the time it reached its opposition in Scorpio, is when this all happened. Makes sense. Like, to me, the biggest thing that annoys me is, like, right now you're not on trial because, like, of your speech free speech you're literally there because you wouldn't cooperate so to say like you're on trial because it's like against your free speech and all these other things like that is not the reason like maybe you wouldn't be in this position if you would have just turned over the text messages that your lawyer stupidly sent the other people like years later like maybe they prove nothing like we don't know but anyway that is my rant if you're preaching about anything that's sort of like Uh, against the government then you're pretty much preaching that the rules don't apply to everyone and if you don't think that they apply to you then you're just as bad as your opponents Mm. a gemini speaks (laughs) so besides having to owe a shit ton of money during the trial alex also admitted that the sandy hook shooting did happen however he refused to take responsibility for his lies about the event saying that he had a form of psychosis at the time where he thought everything was a hoax I wish he would have just said, like, Yo, dude, I was fucked up on a ton of Adderall. Like, we'd be like, been there, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Millennials would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that's so fucked up. Like, he ruined these people's lives even more just because he was, like, on a fucking bender that led to a psychosis. But at the end of the day, Alex has a lot going on for him. So, Dana... Lay these fucking predictions on us. Like, can we take him down even more? Yeah, well, um, so Uranus will cross his natal Mars in the next three years. And so that's going to be sort of that could either be a reconciliation point because Uranus in Taurus really does shock you with sort of it's like grass for security. Like maybe he'll have a come to Jesus. I know he's really uh, into God. So but then on February 17th, 2026, that's when the next eclipse in Aquarius happens. And it's a solar eclipse at 28 degrees. And so if you remember that the info war started right after a solar eclipse at 27 degrees, this will be some sort of full circle moment for sure for him. Um, so that again, we have to wait until 2026. But hey, add it to your calendar and watch me. You're right. Um, Venus uh, <laughs> in this chart is exactly conjunct the North Node in Pisces, conjunct his Mercury. So this could also be some sort of like redemption period. He could something could happen with his health or his mind or something. Right. And I say redemption because Venus is exalted in Pisces and the North Node is sort of like 
a pull. So it could be like a pull towards some sort of like uh, reconciliation. Pisces is a lot about forgiveness. It's also about religion. So it could, again, be another break with reality. We're going with those two things. Also, Saturn um, will be exactly conjunct Neptune at zero degrees Aries at this point. So that's really interesting. Um, I'm excited for Neptune to enter Aries because I think that it's going to be uh, the return of like my favorite aesthetic, which is like hot 2000s shit, but which I guess is maybe already back. I'm a millennial, so I don't know anything. Not really. But yeah, so this is going to be interesting because it could also um, you could read this a few ways. It could be sort of like a refreshing period, um, which would be sort of like everyone's allowed to be themselves again. Or it could be sort of like. And I don't want to be too. Um, what's the word? What's the word when you're dark and uh, fear? I don't want to be too much like Alex Jones and suggesting this, but it could also be like a really big um, Virginia uh, fire stick movement thing. Oh, Just because Aquarius has so much to do or Aries has so much to do with like masculinity. So we'll see. 2026. 2026. 2026. You I'm heard it here first. Already. Wow. Well, that's a lot. So we'll have to see what happens to uh, AJ on in 2026. But in the meantime, um, hold your horses because we'll be talking about "Don't Worry, Darling" next episode. Woo! It's full I'm of excited. juicy <laughs> drama. You absolutely won't want to miss it. And in the meantime, go sign up for our Patreon for more juicy apps. And remember to support us by clicking the links in the episode show notes. Please click those links. And with that, I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. I'm Team Flo. I'm calling it. Next episode already. 